Hi, this is Jessica Valenti, and you're listening to Abortion Every Day. Today is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. And welcome to all of the new paying subscribers. If you are listening for the first time, this is the audio version of the newsletter. It is very informal. It is not a podcast, maybe one day. But for now, it's just something that is very conversational, a way for me to offer a little bit of extra commentary and a way for me to give you all a little bit of extra content, a a way to say thank you for being supporters of the newsletter and literally making this work possible. Usually what I do is take you all through the written version of the newsletter and I give a little bit of extra thoughts here and there, but I wanted to try something different today and you all can tell me what you prefer The point of the audio version of the newsletter is to give you a little bit something extra, um, to give you the kind of content that you want. So I really am interested to hear what you all prefer. I've heard from some of you that you sort of like me taking you through the, the daily newsletter so that you don't have to read it and you can just sort of like listen along with your everyday podcasts. But I also recognize that you can read the newsletter. You can see all of that there. And so I thought it might be interesting and I might give this a shot for a couple of days just to honestly riff on a couple of the top line news items that are in the newsletter. And that way I'm giving you something a little bit more um, original and something you're not necessarily going to get in the written version. That said, what I want to focus on today, the, um, the, the one piece of news I think that is shocking, but also has a lot to do with a broader trend that we're seeing across the states comes to us from Indiana. And this is something that we knew was coming. There is an Indiana Republican U.S. Representative Jim Banks. He is a four-term congressman who is running for U.S. Senate. He gave a radio interview last week around the March for Life stuff where he indicated that he would support legislation that stopped women from leaving the state for abortion. So just just completely wild stuff. So essentially, Representative Jim Banks went on this radio show with a guy named Pat Miller, and they were talking about the March for Life and just really giving themselves some disgusting pats on the back for their work overturning Roe. And that is when Pat Miller was talking about well, just because Roe is overturned doesn't mean our work is done. We still have work to do. Um, our work as a pro-life movement is far from over. And this is the the interesting fucked up bit. Again, this is the host. He said, if a young lady can hop in a car in Fort Wayne and in an hour and a half, she can be in a place like Michigan or in just under three hours, she can cross the line into Illinois and achieve what she was unable to do with abortion clinics here in Indiana, the fight is far from over. Representative Banks responded by saying, That's exactly right. He said, I'm for federal legislation. I'm for stronger laws at the state level, whatever we can do to save lives, to protect babies. That's what this fight is all about. He said, that is exactly right. The response to this host complaining that women are able to leave the state was this four-term congressman, this guy who wants to be in the U.S. Senate, saying, that's exactly right. I'm for stronger laws at the state level. And I'm sorry, to me, this is about as explicit as he can get, right? A Republican cannot give a direct quote that says, I would like to ban women from traveling out of state. We need to keep fighting until women are banned from traveling out of state. But he got pretty close. That's about as that's about as close as he can get while still being able to put out the eventual tweet or press release that says, oh, that's not what I said, right? 
this is a clear signal to his base, to conservatives, that that is what he supports. He supports, like he said, stronger laws at the state level, whatever we can do. And I don't believe for a second that they're not going to try this. I really don't. I really don't. They are going to do anything that they can do. And let's be clear. They are not going to stop women from traveling out of the state by passing a law that says, hey, women, you can't travel out of the state. Or, hey, we're going to start implementing pregnancy tests at the border, right? Like, that's not how this is going to happen. It's going to happen in the same way that every other abortion restriction happened, and that is by a slow chipping away process. And so I think that we can start to look at places like Texas, for example, where Republicans are pushing a bill right now that would prohibit government entities like towns and cities. And this bill in particular was in direct response to uh, something that Austin did. The bill would prohibit towns and cities from directing funds to any organizations that help women leave the state for abortion care, right? So any abortion funds, any organization that is going to help women with travel, with lodging, they even have language in there that says even if the money goes towards child care for these women, so you can't even provide a babysitter for a woman who needs to leave the state for an abortion, that is how they are going to to stop women from traveling. That is how they they are going to stop interstate travel. First, they are going to stop funding for organizations. We also know that a lot of the big national organizations are thinking about state-level legislation that will prohibit anyone from taking a minor across state lines for an abortion, which in theory, which they know, doesn't sound completely out of line, right? Like, hey, you're not supposed to travel with a minor across state lines. But I wrote about this, I think it was last month. This is just, again, slow chipping away. The state policy director for Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America, her name is Katie Glenn, when she was giving an interview about this to NPR, she was saying, oh, no, 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 we have no interest in limiting the freedom to travel for adults, but we want to, you know, we want to prevent minors from crossing state lines. And this is the quote, particularly without their parents' consent, particularly. So what does that mean? Do they want to see minors unable to travel even if they do have parental permission? That specification was really interesting to me. But even leaving aside that specification, what they are saying is that aunts, grandmas, cousins, they could be prosecuted for taking teenagers to a state that will actually give them abortion care. And when you start to think of it like that, okay, so now we have laws that ban the funding of any organizations that even provide babysitting for someone who needs to leave the state for for an abortion. We are going to criminalize anyone who takes a minor across state lines for an abortion, even if you're a family member, and perhaps even if you're a parent, depending on what they are planning on doing. Then I think you're going to see, and I think that this is going to happen in Texas first, it's not just going to be illegal for um, government entities to direct funds to any organizations that help women leave the state for abortion care, but for anyone to give to these organizations. And then they're going to ban these organizations generally from giving women money to travel out of state for abortion care. Texas has already started punishing companies that offer travel reimbursements for women who need to leave the state for abortion. So they don't have to say outright, we're going to ban women from traveling. They just have to make it impossible for them to do so. And then they'll start prosecuting people. It's very slick. To listen to the rest of the audio version of Abortion Every Day, please consider signing up for a paid subscription. It is the best way to support the work that I'm doing here. 
Thanks for listening.